You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me for a few minutes today as we pursue God together. And by the way, uh, reports are already coming in on great experiences for those who are trying to slay the monster of financial stress in their lives by uh, jumping into Financial Peace University. And I just want you to know, it's not too late to join this course. Just go to eastside.com slash FPU. You know, over and over again, the Bible makes this incredible claim that God is capable of speaking into our lives, guiding our lives. And and this week, we're not talking about if God is speaking today, but rather, are we hearing his voice? And I think if we're honest about it, most of us would have to admit when it comes to making decisions, I mean, God's voice is not always our first choice. Often, we just try to figure it out ourselves. Some of the worst decisions I've made in my life are when I tried to make them all by myself. Isn't it amazing how quickly we can rush into big decisions in our lives, like like the biggest purchases most of us will ever make is a house or a quick decision to get married, and as a result, we often make some bad decisions. Another popular approach to decision-making, if we're honest about it, is our emotions. Some people think, you know, when you get goosebumps and you get chills up and down your spine, you get a quiver in your liver and you say, ooh, this must be right. Emotions. The problem with making decisions based on your emotions is that emotions aren't reliable. Feelings can be based on fatigue, on illness, on a TV show or movie you watched, or a bad burrito you ate. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. Your heart, your emotions can lie to you. Another popular method for making decisions are coincidences. For example, let me ask you if you've ever <laughs> like played this kind of game. As you're approaching a stoplight, you're concerned about something in your future. Let's say you've been interviewing for a job or, or you're considering an investment or considering a move. So you just say to yourself, all right, if the, if the light is still green when I get there, I'll do it. If it's red, I won't. Ever do that kind of thing? Others make major decisions when they feel like, oh, it's a smooth path. The, this approach says, if God didn't want this to happen, I know he would just stop it. God, if you don't want me to have a relationship with this person, put up a roadblock. People assume they're making the right decision if up to that point there are no speed bumps to stop them. And yet we read of examples in the Bible like Joseph, who was hated by his brothers, sold as a slave, falsely accused of rape, wrongfully imprisoned. That's not exactly a smooth path, and yet God was guiding all of those events for higher purposes. Now, let's be honest about one other thing. Many of us, when we're, when we're making major decisions, we get input from lots of unwise counsel. We have an idea of something we want to do, and so we go to a person we respect, and we say, what do you think I should do? But they don't tell us what we want to hear, so we go to someone else, and then someone else, and someone else, and finally, after talking to 173 different people, we find somebody who agrees with us, and we say, I knew God would guide me on this all the time. Honestly, I have this great concern that many of you are coming to the key intersections of your life and making decisions by trying to figure it out yourself, or based on emotions, or coincidences, or the smooth path approach and all kinds of unwise counsel you get from talk shows and authors and friends who mean well, but don't know how to guide you. Wouldn't it be a lot better to listen to God's voice at those critical crossroads? 
The Bible makes us some amazing claims about God's ability to guide us. Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you continually. Psalm 32, 8 says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Over and over again, the Bible makes this incredible claim that God is capable of speaking into our lives, guiding our lives. In fact, you can barely read a page of the Bible where God isn't guiding someone. Abraham was told to leave his country and go to a land that God would show him. The children of Israel were guided by God in the desert with a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Over and over again, the Bible shows in a dynamic way God's ability to speak guidance to people. And tomorrow, I want to show you some unexpected ways that God will speak to you if you're willing to listen. Well, God, we probably all identify with these words. We, we, we look for all these non-helpful ways, really, for guidance when you're just there waiting to give your wisdom, waiting to make our path straight, waiting for us to trust you. And Father, I pray for those who are facing some significant decisions in their lives, maybe even this day. And I pray that they'll still themselves, quiet themselves, listen to your quiet, still voice, and trust you for wisdom. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, look forward to the stuff I have to share with you tomorrow.